Welcome back to this week's episode of Take It From Us. Jake, Brooke, and Colin here today. No special guests today. Just got us three. We're ready to talk about some college basketball. Um, a little bit about, maybe a little bit about NBA. Is it finally getting interesting a little bit now? I think so. Some stuff to talk about, maybe. <laughs> some stuff that could have been interesting and didn't happen. Um, and then aside from that, I don't know. Maybe a little bit of MMA. I got a little bit of MMA I'd like okay, to talk about. Me. So we'll get rolling, though, on college basketball. So any any surprises lately? I don't think there's much. I, I think one surprise is Tennessee is still holding their own. I've, they've played, what, a couple close games? I think Louisville is the biggest surprise for me. Um, tonight, Louisville-Duke? Yeah, right? that's tonight. 8 o'clock. Um, I think Duke will get the best of them tonight, but they're ranked 16th in the country, and, I mean, I know at the beginning of the year, nobody had them on their radar, and Chris Mack in his first year, is it? First or second year, so, I mean impressive what he's doing there. he's gonna have he's gonna have that program to be up in the top five consistently top five top ten consistently in the next three four years I think he's an outstanding coach I think one thing I want to talk about there so is this year two without Patino or year three somewhere around that year one? two year two because last so, year they had the interim guy is this a big screw you to Patino right now that they're doing so well without him or is this good for Patino like oh this is still my guys what do you think that's more I think of? this is a, think a, a screw you because yeah. with the players Chris Mack had, everybody was like, at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. you know, the preseason like projections had him not being good. And mm-hmm. he's got this team ranked 16th in the country in the deep ACC. Like, mm-hmm. not, he's not in a bad conference. No. So. And that makes me happy because I, Patino went out. Yeah, that's ugly way to go out. In the fire, and I'm, I'm glad to see Louisville didn't suffer from it. Yeah. Because think of those kids that came there. Exactly. Thinking that they had, I don't know, some stability. Well, I'm sure Patino probably did some messed up things to get some of those kids there in the first place, but we won't talk about that. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll talk about basketball. And I want to say, I think, uh, I watched, I think, I think Tennessee will lose to Kentucky this Saturday. You think so? I think. Um, I think Kentucky is one of the best teams in the country. They're not. They're, they're not just the same better. team that got smacked by forty yeah. points at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Like this team is they're, for real. They're getting better and better every single week. And obviously, because Calipari is one of the best coaches in the country. And it's just I. I just think Kentucky is athletic enough to play with anybody, defensively, everything. I. I just think they have it all to, to really compete. All right. I got a couple questions for you guys. Here, so. Who is your team that you think people are sleeping on to make a deep run, like Elite Eight, Final Four? That like, like not the, not the Kentucky or not the Kentuckys, the North Carolina, Michigan yeah, State. Like, I'll go first. I think it's K State. Yeah, um, they're tough. K State um, defensively, probably one of the best in the country. Um, I mean, they have, I mean, they have veterans on the team. I mean. When they beat Creighton last year in the NCAA tournament, I think they returned four, if not five, of their starters from last year. And I don't, and Dean Wade, Dean Wade didn't play against Creighton too. And I mean, he's he's back obviously yeah. too. So, I think they're I think they're legit. And I think in that bracketology right now, they have them playing Purdue in the second round if they beat Limscombe. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's I mean. They have, I mean, Minardi has them as as a six seed. I think they'll be higher. Yeah, because I think they could easily win the Big Twelve. 
I mean, yeah. I think that's wide open right now. You got probably Texas Tech, um, well, obviously K State, yeah. Kansas. Baylor. I think Kansas is a fraud, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's Big it's, it's amazing to me how Kansas is like two games back of first place. They're like fourth in the Big Twelve, and the Big Twelve this year is not particularly deep, yeah. and they're still a top fifteen team. Like I feel like. ESPN just bails out these blue blood schools. Yep. It's like because it's their name, and we saw this. With, them. We saw this with, and we'll go to a different sport. We saw this with college football. Notre Dame, they've historically been good, but this year, obviously, they got bailed out because of their name. They played a crap schedule, and I think this year Kansas is not good. They, what made them good in the past is they always had those veteran guards. They always had the veterans that. Kentucky never usually had, or even Duke would have Grayson Allen or some of those other guys. But Kansas always consistently had the veterans who could, who could lead a team and stuff like that. And they don't have that this year. That they, they had LeGerald Vick, who was who's been there and done that, but, but he's, he's now leave right of now. absence. Yeah. yeah. So, and here's an I, interesting. You know, if you know, obviously this will switch up a little bit, but Joe Lenardi right now has Kansas playing South Dakota State first yes. round. <laughs> That's interesting. With a senior deep team, yeah. it's South Dakota. It's not just Mike Dom. It's they got four or five really good players on that team. That's interesting. So I mean, if you is that a, is that a that's a three fourteen? Yeah. So here's my thing with with teams. I think can make a run. I, you guys both alluded to it of seniors experience really shows in the tournament you never you hardly ever see especially a team especially with the little teams yes so i here's one mid-major i think i know they're i think they're still ranked in the top 10 but they came out as a four seed in the latest bracketology is nevada i'm shocked they're not like came a out as two. a four i think they should be a wow. two so i if nevada is a four i guess that would be my four and under that i think can make a run um i think a team that I don't care what regional they get put in. And I know they've played some close games and they find a way to squeak it out. But I think they're the type of team that reminds me of like a UConn when they had Shabazz Napier. Mm-hmm. I like Marquette oh, to make a sure. deep oh, run. Yeah. Just because, I mean, the tournament is built for like players just to get Mark, exposed. Yeah, and, Marcus Howard and the Hauser yeah, twins. Yeah. Like, That's the thing. If Hauser has a bad night, you still have the Hauser twins. Um, and obviously, years past, they had, I think it was, what was his name? Rousey? Rousey, yeah. he was a good guard. But, I mean, you have guys that can score. And they, oh, yeah. That can hit the three. Like, the big guys, like the Housers. I mean, they, it doesn't have to be all Howard. Obviously, it helps. Yeah. If he's on, no one's beating them in, no. the, in the tournament. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we, you saw it with... And with, that's the thing. It's, he's hardly ever off. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, <laughs> the guy puts up 30 points, like, yeah. every other night. In my mind, I think, I think he... Could him or Zion? I think he's player of the year right now. Yeah. But you know it's gonna go to Zion because he plays for Duke. It will, and he's flashy and mm-hmm. Sports Center. It will. He's loves the, him. He's the, he's yeah. the Trey Young of this year. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, I think it should go. It should to Marcus. For sure. Best player. I mean, without up fifty points like two or three times this year. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, my my sleeper team that I don't think anybody knows about or t- is talking about is Houston. And mm-hmm. uh, they're in a weaker conference, but I mean they still have Cincinnati, Temple, like they're those those top teams in that conference. The AAC are pretty tough, and you saw Houston last year go toe to toe with Michigan, who was, you know, ended up being in the national championship. 
And uh, I don't think they lost maybe one guy. And I think they're better this year. So no matter what seed they get, I like them to make a deep run. For some reason, I like Wisconsin. Again, I don't know. It, they're scrappy. I, I like them the way they're lined up. In the latest bracketology, they'd play like New Mexico State and then probably Texas Tech. And then their Sweet 16 game would be Virginia. And I think those are all games that like favor Wisconsin. Well, if Wisconsin's style of play. Obviously, yeah. Virginia's more talented and should win that game. But if Wisconsin's going to draw any one seed, I think you want it to be all right. probably Virginia. Who's a, who's a mid-major team you guys like? Um, Buffalo. Yeah. You know, to be honest, everybody I really noticed last year. Yeah. <laughs> I really haven't lot of watched that many mid-major teams this year, to be honest. But I've heard a lot of good things about Wofford <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> no, I they're mean, tough. They, I hear that they're, yeah, they're tough and they, they're offensively great and I don't know. I'd, so, I'd, we, I'd like to see them get in there and they're at a ten seed. Yeah. Wow. Well, Nardi's got them at a ten right now. You know, I think it would be great for basketball to see them win that ten seven match and then yeah, get North and Carolina beat, and beat the. They yeah, went. Beat the North, they went toe to toe with North Carolina at the beginning yeah. of the year this year. Yeah, it was I, like an eight point game or something like you, that. So. Wofford could win that game. So I think South Dakota State would beat Kansas. Um, there's a couple that, like, on this current bracketology where I'm like, I would not be shocked to see oh, a couple of that. We got to give the shout-out to my guy, John Moran and Murray State. Yeah. Where, do you know where they're at, like, on, in their conference? Are they – I think they're up there. They're not, they're not a for sure. And so, I think I'd, there's right two now, or three teams in their conference that are very good. Mm-hmm. So they would have to win their conference tournament to get in, but – if he gets I, I in, need to see that. I want yeah. to see John Morant. It'll be it'll be one of those games that people don't forget. So I didn't realize like I thought John Morant was still like a hidden gem. He's like third right now on like yeah. NBA draft Some boards. Some have him at two, like so, ahead of RJ. So I didn't realize how good of a passer he was too. Yeah. Like he's obviously explosive and he can shoot. He's a human highlight reel. He, he's explosive. Like he's he's a mix of great point guards. But when I look at this, like. I know I said I want, like, experience and you want, like, one-star player. I just – you watch Duke play, and I would never pick against them. There's not a single team matching up unless, like, I saw Duke struggle and a team is just rolling. But just, See, like, looking at the that's, bracket. That's the thing with Duke is they're, like – forget Virginia this week. They shot, like, 70% from three. But they're a bad three-point shooting team and they're a bad free-throw shooting mm-hmm. team. And in the tournament, that tells us that those teams get bounced early. And, you know, it's going to – I think you find a team that can score a lot of points and make them jump shooters, and I think there's your recipe for upset. Yep. Dude, right, right now, if, if it plays out the way Lenardi has it lined up, I would love to see Marquette Duke elite That would be um, – I think – and I'm also going to – I know this is not a bold prediction, but I'm gonna double down on Virginia. I think I, I think my team. that Duke game. Duke started off what seven for eight from mm-hmm. three, yeah. I think. And it's not gonna happen again. No, it, definitely not. Because um, I, I I don't know where Duke ranks in like three point. They're like percentage. Damn near the bottom. Pretty low, yeah. And Virginia, obviously, they were. I think they were down. 15, 16 at one point or yeah. something like that. But they still – it still was a, I mean, close game towards the end too. So I'm I'm definitely doubling down on them. I like them to 
depending on the matchups, People, obviously, I I like them to go. Yeah. I like them to go to the final four at, at least. After what happened to them last year, people are going to write them off and yeah. like pick them to get bounced, but they're not the team they are mm-hmm. from last year. They are if you haven't watched them yet this year, they can score the ball with the best of them. Yeah. And they're like top yeah. 20 in efficiency for offense and, and defense. defense. So, and like we said for veteran guards, Kyle Guy is about one of the best guards in the nation and that too. Ty Jerome yeah. and you know uh, who's their big guy? Jack Salt. Yeah. Not a score, but he does all the little things for them. It's a solid team all around. If you're if you were listening to the last podcast and um, followed our play by play of the end of regulation that Creighton game, and you uh, happen to have um, Nova at minus nine, um, I hope you enjoyed that one. That I don't, that, I don't that was talk probably painful it. for a lot of people. Um, pretty interesting there. The NCAA is now going to review all those plays at the end of games and recognize because like betting is now legal in so many places now. Like that's why they're going to do it. And it's, the NBA does it. It just, it just sucks because you know, those refs just wanted to get out of there, but like anybody with half decent, decent eyes knew that yeah. shot was yeah. <laughs> way late. And like, you know, like they really lost by nine, but just because the refs were like, Oh, whatever it's, they lost by seven. And, that's people's hard-earned yeah. money that they're mm-hmm. risking there, so I oh, think man. that's wild. And it's like you, you go by the rules. Did he get the ball off in time? No. No. So, <laughs> why, so why, why, why give him a sympathy bucket? <laughs> why count it? I don't understand that. The interesting thing is I'm a big conspiracy theory guy. It's the same ref for that game and the Oklahoma, the Iowa State one. Really? I'm telling you. It was? Yes. And that oh. guy... Uh, what's his name? I so it's the it same up. as Billy Donovan type thing? Or not Billy Donovan. What was his name? The NBA ref. Oh, NBA. I can't think not of Billy Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> no, OKC head coach, yeah. Oh, oh my man. gosh. What's this guy's name? Uh, I'm, I'm going to look it up for you guys. I'll, I'll find it here. But it's the same ref. And this ref got voted. Donaghy. Donaghy. That's the old NBA ref okay. that, that got in trouble for the for the uh, the betting. The betting, yeah. Pretty sure he's still in jail or something. <laughs> That's tough. So, gosh, why can I not think of this guy's name? Um, but it's, anyway, same ref. And this guy got voted, like, best ref in the league, like, two years in a row. I'm telling yeah. you, big conspiracy theory here. This guy somehow is connected to a lot of money on both of these games. There's no way that you just, like... And the, the thing was, I think someone initially waved it off and then yeah. he changed it he's like no count that like why would you care yeah would, no if, if, if someone, someone waved initially it off, waved it off sure. yeah why are you coming in yeah. hot saying no they gotta lose it. yeah that's just you. fishy if big conspiracy the theory if i don't show up for the next podcast it's because someone came after me you know <laughs> i'm on to something here i am on to something if that's the case though i that's that's bad that's bad for basketball and you know i'm pretty sure we've all made a bet and Bet in our life at one point, correct? Yeah. Uh, but allegedly, I don't, I don't know how I feel about betting being legal. I I really I, just, I really don't because I don't see. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased here, but I don't see what's wrong with it because you know going to a casino and gambling is yeah. the same thing. So I agree, but it's like there's some there's some points where there's some card games in the casinos where you you kind of have control over over the outcome a little bit yeah to an extent like obviously blackjack you can either hit or you stay 
you have a little bit of control over that. Basketball, if you're watching a game and you've been on a game, you really have no control over it. No. And you'd rather have the players be in control of the game rather than a ref be in control of the exactly. game. Exactly. I mean, so... Roger Ayers, remember the name. If Roger Ayers pulls more one more of those things, they don't review it, you know it's for real. Yeah. That was the ref. Roger Ayers, we're coming for you. I mean, I hope to God that he's not doing anything funky like that because he's cost a lot of people <laughs> a lot of money. So You got to think that was at least, what, million, million, two million dollars? Oh, like, if not that, that more. Cost, well, like across the country? Villain, yeah. Like the money was swinging, I believe, in Vegas towards like Nova, right? Nova. Yeah. So yeah. that. The Nova one's not as big because the line jumped, you yeah. know, because it was at 10 and 11 right before tip off, but. You know, for those people who did have it at mm. nine, cough, cough, me, uh, <laughs> that sucked. That was awful. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too, with, like, if you, like, making betting legal everywhere, I think, like, the, the thing with, like, having it in Vegas was, like, there's a lot of people in this world that will ruin their lives with betting. Yeah. Like, there's some people that, like, unfortunately just aren't, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what the right... It's an addiction for some people. It is. And so you get hooked on it. And unfortunately, most people suck at it. So, like, if you get hooked and you suck, you can go from, like, a beautiful lifestyle to, before you know it, you put your, like, son's college fund on Nova. And boom, that's gone. Like, it's a slippery Jake and I personally have known uh, a couple people affected by it. Yeah. And, like, it's literally no joke. Like, people are betting their house mortgages and, like... It's an addiction. There's people that will go bet like a minor league soccer game at like one just because yeah. like they need to bet. So that's one. If you're gonna make it's just it for legal, the thrill of it, I guess. I that's that's just the scary thing with making it legal. Is like I, I liked it in Vegas because it's like how often you find yourself in Vegas. You go but, there, whatever. You blow a couple hundred. That's fine. But my thing is, is like there are ways around it everywhere. Yeah, so like people are gonna you know, do it. You yeah, know, like it's like yeah, people are gonna do it. But if you make it legal, there's going to be, obviously, there's going to be more people that, that do it. And odds are, there's going to be more, there's even going to be more yeah. behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. too, with, like, you see refs. Yeah. And, heck, maybe even someday you could see players contributing yeah. to it. I, I would hope it never mm-hmm. came to that. Yeah. And, Which is well, scary. Yeah, yeah, very. That's, and like you said, there's, like, very little you can do to, like, ever stop betting. Like, even if it's as simple as, like, two friends, like... I could be sitting here like with Colin. I could be like, "Hey, I'll bet you fifty that UNO makes the tournament this year." Mm-hmm. It's like you're still gonna have stuff. Like if people want to bet, they'll bet. So exactly. I, I guess that's one thing where it's like you make it legal to try to take the yeah. criminal aspect out of it. Some I don't. Often, I don't know. It's yeah. a slippery slope. But to the topic too, it, it. I mean, it's really it's American greed. Really, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean. Well, money controls everything, which is sad because really sports is the escape to everything, dude. Like politics, school, you name it. Like you go, you what do you watch sports for? Enjoyment, yes, yeah. entertainment, and you. It's a break from your from your day. Like that, I look forward to it, and it just sucks that stuff like this gets in the way of it. Like money, gambling, all that. It just mm-hmm. that's what really well, sucks. Yeah, it's. I'll say that. I say that about sports and I say about music. Like nothing brings people together. Yeah. Like those two things. Even if I'm watching like a Chiefs Patriots game with Brooke, 
like, yeah, we're going like at it with each other and against each other. But at the end of the day, we just sat down together for like yeah. four hours. Yeah. And like and people aren't on their phones. Watch not, something we cared you know, about. It's like, so it's like, I understand that. Like you want to keep the integrity of the game as pure as you can. Cause I, I don't know. Like I'm pretty sure I speak for both of you guys. Like, I mean, I have some other interests outside of sports, but yeah. without sports, I'd be lost. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't Honestly, know what I'd like, spend. And don't get me wrong. Like, we obviously we we pick games based on the spreads, yes. but there's a fine line to who bets, who doesn't, mm-hmm. and who's in charge of all that. And mm-hmm. I think it's fun to do that. It's yeah. You, you it's, don't you don't have to have enjoyment. You don't have to have. But money like it. it's mm-hmm. it's like all good things like in moderation. Like yeah. obviously it's just like if you go out and just eat five thousand calories and don't work out, like well you're gonna get fat <laughs> yeah. and like yeah. so. Like, I mean, we've given you picks all year. We're yeah. not sitting here. We're not putting money you, go, on all. Yeah. Go bet your mortgage yeah. on this one. Take no. this one to the bank. Like, no. It's. I mean, it's a. It can be a fun part of sports. Like it. It's just something to add. Like even to add interest to like games that you wouldn't normally have interest exactly. in. So that's like I guess that's one thing too where you got to look at it as like, hey, this is gonna bring in viewership for like games like North Dakota. And yeah. Eastern Illinois, like yeah, no some kidding. guy, like started the season, but like once again, it's it's moderation, it's being smart about it, it's not letting it consume your life or like take away from. Yeah, and you know if you if you sit down, watch a game, you throw twenty dollars on a game each night. Let's say that's a hundred bucks. Like I think that's a hundred bucks well spent because you're entertained rather than going to the casino where that money can Honestly. be gone just like that. Exactly. And $20 on a two-hour basketball game and then even a four-hour football game, mm-hmm. heck, like, I'd take and that. Like, and the thing is, you know, you win once in a while, you're happy. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah dude, if it's 100 bucks spent every week, you need to cut it because yeah. you suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. Yeah. if you're losing, <laughs> likely, yeah, you're not going to go 0 for 5. No. But, but I, I agree. It's like, I'd, man, if I'm going to spend money, I'd rather spend it. You know, and I think that's one thing where, like, that's why, like, the sports books in Vegas were so important. Like, I guess, I don't know, I've, I've never been to Vegas or, like, gone to Vegas to, like, bet or anything. But I've been told, like, NFL opening weekend in there is just crazy. Like, casinos packed with people, like, putting exactly. down, like, start of the year bets and all that stuff. So, once again, I like that better, too. Say, like, start of the year, you go to, oh, Ve- yeah. you go to Vegas, whatever, you put down 100 on some long shot team that you think could win it all all season. Like that's yeah. like you said, it's a hundred dollars. Yeah. If you lose, you're out a hundred bucks, but yeah. I'd rather do that than keep filling a slot machine yeah, for and sure. have no like, yeah, gone just like <laughs> that. Exactly. For, I mean, yeah. Like for example, I knew someone that threw $25 on the Rams at the beginning of the year and to win like 212 bucks. And yeah. it's like that. I mean, it's like, that's and entertainment the whole year because, like, let's go. Like, yeah. I'm looking at the Rams. How are they doing? You know? And, like, not only that, it's, like, it's good. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, if you look at, like, Vegas' statistic for, like, their, for, like, like economy, like, the mm-hmm. sports books, like, help bring in a lot of money yeah. for their city and for their state. Yeah. So, like. Because, I mean, look at those casinos. Look how nice they are. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, where's that money coming from? You know, Game like, <laughs> the taxes on that and whatnot. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. I'm not too sure how all that works, yeah. but you hell know, if like, I know. I've I've never Vegas and Nevada are making a lot of money on that stuff. Like the closest thing I get to a casino is 
throwing down a buck on a game of Keno when I go to the sports <laughs> bar, which I love. Thank, thank God for that 19 Keno age, man. That is the one good thing. Nothing good came with turning 19 except Keno. Jake might have a so, problem when he turns 21. Keno and scratch offs. No, not are a you, problem. Are you a quarter mania? I'm a, quarter yes, mania? I, I'm, a, I'm a value guy. I know yeah. I'm not going to win. There's zero chance. I might as well take that two bucks and just toss it out the window because I know I'm not going to win. So I'd rather put two bucks on quarter mania than put like, you know, 20 yeah. or whatever. And then have a good shot of winning like, 20 bucks or whatever it is. Think I Possibly ever, pay for your meal. I don't think know. I ever want to scratch off? No, but yeah. I'll, I'll, when I'm buying gas, I'll <laughs> toss an extra buck you know, on the you table. You know that's ever won the lottery? <laughs> they still do that. No, no it's, an, it's a buck. You know, it's probably going to turn into a, a free scratch off. You take that one back and you win nothing. But, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. got to get, get rich somehow. And, you know, it's, it's not sitting here. That's true. Feeling sorry. For yeah, so, so I, I digress. I don't know how we got on this topic, but I hope you, I hope you enjoyed this. But just the last thing I want to say about it is, one thing I do worry about is like, man, you, if you let people bet on any any college game or whatever, say you open it up and you could legally bet on the College or World Series this year, I worry about some drunk idiot putting. 200 300 bucks on a team and you got a 19 year old college kid out there playing and he's like yelling like he's cussing at him all this stuff you worry about someone like throwing something it's like at that point once again it's like taken away like from the integrity yeah of that and like you don't want some like no 19 year old kid wants to go out there and hear people yeah, it's like the same thing with pro athletes. When yeah. think about when a pro athlete has to hear like, "Oh, I had you on my fantasy team. Yeah. Why couldn't you have no scored?" One, it's like, no one cares. Do you think they give a damn or like want to hear any of that? No. Anyway, I digress. One thing I do want to talk about, um, real quick, not much time on it, is um, Bob Costas. See any of that? Came out and did did his. Well, I, I saw the headline. That. I didn't really see what was going on. I just know. Like obviously, like you can't go to the Super Bowl. Or yeah, whatever. I, so, I don't know what I don't know what he did. And NBC pulled him from broadcast from whatever. Um, the NBC. The hell's I'm working. The word I'm looking for. Um, calling calling the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. God, man, words are words are tough. But anyway, they pulled him from from calling the Super Bowl because at the ha- at halftime of one of the games prior, he talked about how like football is a barbaric sport and like concussions are such a problem and pretty much told people like you shouldn't be watching football because like this is this so my problem my problem with that is so bob costas comes out and like finally reveals today why he was pulled and or not today whenever it was yesterday whatever reveals why nbc pulled him off of there and people are like making bob costas a hero for speaking his mind i'd like to just say like bob costas made Probably millions of dollars because calling football for one. years. If yeah. you if it's that big of a cause to you, like if you're yeah. that concerned about people's like concussions and their bodies and all that, then why are you sitting here profiting yeah. off of talking people, about yeah, them playing? People doing that. Yeah, you're you're probably making millions and you you don't have to take a hit. So no. my if, thing yeah. is like everybody wants to take a stance for what they believe in, but you know when it comes to their money, like he's like, well, I mean, I'm not gonna. He's like jeopardize my money by not doing it like so obviously he doesn't believe in it that much like i just did i just want to talk about that because i had a problem with that with hearing him like that's made out to be some hero you know it's i think that topic is it's like really debatable and it's it's honestly it's an interesting topic because it goes from the medical standpoint it goes from the 
sports standpoint. And it's just when a football player, they sign up for the sport. They sign the contract. They know what they're getting into. They they know what they're mm-hmm. what they're you know they know what they're playing. They know the physicality of the sport. They know the the repercussions of it possibly the CTE what mm-hmm. whatnot. Like you signed up for it. It's just plain and simple. I don't know. I don't know. If there's a really an argument. Like I mean, well, that's why they're I'm paid sure. so well. Exactly. Yeah. Like they know the risk when they sign up, and like the NFL has been taking the right steps to like you know, <clears throat> like you know the CTE not yeah. being such a problem. And could, could the NFL do a little better with preventing concussions? Probably. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, <laughs> these guys signed up for it. No one's holding the gun to their head making them do yeah, it. So. It's, it's almost the same. Here's the thing. Well, here's one thing I want to talk about about that is no matter what you do, if people love football, they're going to go play football. Look at it with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray just – he just said, I'm devoting my life to being an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he knows he's going to take hits. Like, he could have played baseball for his career and, like, at most probably threw his arm out. Like, you're not going to get too injured playing professional baseball versus professional football. But yeah. once again, like, he, signed, he knows what he's getting himself into. Yeah. Like, it's what they want to do. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, how safe could you make football? I mean – if you make it any more safe, it's not football anymore. It's it's not, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like okay, let's make, <clears throat> let's make, um, let's make, MMA. You can't punch him in the face. So what's, so well, what? With that, NASCAR is like you could literally die yeah. driving mm-hmm. a car two hundred miles an hour. But it's like, could you make it any safer? That. If no. you do, it's not the same sport. It's mm-hmm. something totally different. So, so it's like these people are getting paid more than well for what they do. And obviously they know the risks when they yeah. sign up for it. Like, and, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you've ever met a football player that's like, oh, I didn't know I could get concussions. Yeah. I didn't know I could get head injuries. Exactly. It's like, you know, they know damn well. Okay, while we're on that topic, I got to ask you guys real quick. I didn't watch much of it, but I watched some highlights. And I mean, there's stuff that interests me. The, what is it? The Alliance. The yeah. new football oh. league that just started. Okay. That stuff's real. They, they, all these hits that they're taking away in the NFL and, like, all the brutality they're taking on the NFL, it's here in Alliance. Exactly. And, and the, people are loving yes. it. And the XFL is going to be starting in 2020. So you got these leagues coming in that are going to bring back old school football. So tell me this. Would you rather watch these less talented or maybe washed up NFL athletes – play like old school you can actually hit each other football or would you rather watch the more talented nfl players you know, play I, the new style i think NFL this football. is really gonna open goodell's eyes a little bit it's gonna give him a little wake-up call to be more lenient with stuff like that because but granted i did watch the salt lake city game a little bit and you can you can totally tell the difference between yeah. NFL and then the A AF or whatever. The Salt Lake, the one with the Nebraska, all the Nebraska yeah. players. Yeah. I mean, there was players. some plays where it's like, I mean, I probably could have caught that ball or someone else could have <laughs> yeah. caught. It's just, I would much rather watch the NFL, obviously, because I was going to say that the talent levels yeah. way yeah. different, and like, in the same breath, like you know, like the below the knees hits on the quarterback. You know, Aaron Rodgers goes down, and then it's like. Well, Green Bay and that whole market's losing a lot of money because mm-hmm. no one wants to go out there and watch Brett Hundley. Yeah. 
So, and I hear I heard the AAF like blew <clears throat> the ratings out of the water too. I they, think we're higher than the primetime N- NBA. Yes. Yeah, which is which pretty is impressive. Wild. I'll I'll be interested to see what it is this week. Like second week, I think there's a lot of interest. People wanting to see what it's going to be all about. It'll be interesting yeah. this week. Do but, I think? Do you think that it would overtake the NFL no. someday? No, no. but it wouldn't. Come it's a close. great. It's a great minor league system. What it could be for? Yeah. For like major league the, baseball, but minor league or for these washed up washed guys, up guys. Like, like you got Trent Richardson, or you could say like Frank Gore. Like yeah, and he probably he could go up. there. He could. Does he? Yeah, probably doesn't want to. But he's taking enough beating. But like him. yeah, Trent Richardson. If you want to go see him carry the ball thirty times a game for like. Two point four yards to carry, you can in the alliance. Like that's Matt, what you're gonna get. Matt Alziata, remember that name? Yeah. The Vikings. I'm like, I remember that guy? Like, exactly. It's like you you're watching and you're just like, huh, there's some classic. That's where he went. You some know? some notable coaches: Mike Riley, Steve Spurrier, Spurrier. Mike Singletary. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's definitely interesting. I was shocked that it got the ratings it did. But... I'm still not familiar with it though. So how many teams are there in the league? <laughs> Dude, I don't like, know. Six? Dude, because that's what it seemed like. When I was no, looking at, I, I think there's got to be more than that, Because right? <laughs> I was looking at the schedule. I think it's just a matter. Manziel's got to get a job yeah. in, in one of these teams, right? Um, hell, I don't. I don't even know. There's a Salt Lake, San Diego, San San Antonio. I want to mm-hmm. say too. Yeah. Um, so there's only eight teams. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Jeez. I mean, yeah, obviously we have some interest in the Salt Lake Salt Lake Stallions just because it could be called the Salt Lake Huskers, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> Dude, some good team names. The Hot Shots, the Stallions, the Apollos. I'm telling you. I didn't see Terrell Newby play, though. I, no, I don't think no. he had any snaps. I saw Kenny Bell, uh, Pearsonell. I think Banderas got in there a little bit. Think. Wonder what these guys. I just, are I'm just paid. very interested to see how much this stuff will stick, and especially with the XFL coming back, like, I don't know. I feel like either one or the other is gonna stick. Like, I don't think both of them will. Like, what I don't like played. Yeah, Christian Hackenberg. Whatever. His team scored zero, but <laughs> uh, one thing I don't like about the AAF is you can only rush five guys, which is. I, I don't really like that a lot. There's no kickoff. No kickoff. You have there to go for two. I did not know that. Um, oh, did you see what the onside kick is? The onside is you have to... You fourth, can, and, fourth and like 20, is it? Yeah, like, I can't remember it's what like it was, fourth, It's like fourth and 22 or something. And if you pick it up on fourth and 22, like you get the ball back. <laughs> Which is... Int- I, that's a very interesting concept. Yeah. Um, I don't think I like it. Here's one thing that I will say. Um... Kickers looks really good in the AAF, so I think some of these kickers might find that's, themselves that's on the, the NFL one, roster. That's the one position in football where, like, you know, like that could translate to the NFL. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was three or four kickers that I probably would have rather had kicking in that playoff game rather than Cody Parkney. For sure, or some of the woes that like different teams had during the year. But anyway, I, I digress. That's. That's enough about the AAF. It's definitely enough to, to pique the interest. I'll never go out of my way to watch it. but And it's nice to have it in February. And yeah. When the NFL it's something to watch. Yeah. It'll hold you over mm-hmm. till college. Yeah. And it's like a Sunday when, come back. when all the college basketball is over and there's nothing else going on. You're like, huh. I'll check I'll it out. It on. Yeah. So, let's talk about NBA. And I don't think – we don't need to talk about who's going to win it all. I still think it's, it's a no-brainer 
the Warriors. I've, I just yeah. can't see anybody beating them this year. I thought it was interesting. The Sixers landing Tobias Harris. I think they won the East now. You yeah, think so? Me too. I that's, think they won the East. That's my team coming out of the East. Who do you think if it's not? The Bucks or your Celtics? My, my number two is okay. the Raptors. Okay. This the East is, is pretty yeah, nice. I would say year. the Raptors. This is irrelevant because he's hurt now, but if Victor Oladipo was not hurt, They're the tough. Pacers mm-hmm. would win the East. And oh, I don't know about win, but they I think tough. I think they would win the East, but that's a different discussion. But I think I I might have to roll with the I'm gonna have to roll with the Bucks. The Bucks are good to the East. I'm not the, a the believer. Greek freak is good. I'm not a believer in the Greek freak. Really? I don't. I think he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think their style of play with like them clearing out and doesn't driving, really work like, in the NBA. Yeah. For I mean. The, but I will say that if the, the Celtics are still the most talented team in the East, if they can figure out how to play, like it's it's honestly a dumpster fire there right now. Marcus was it Marcus Smart or was it Marquise Morris that came out after the game was like we're just not having fun. Like nobody knows what they're doing. We're not I having think, fun. And my hot take on the Celtics is that you heard how hard like Kyrie's struggles were with being the leader of his team, which mm-hmm. is why he left LeBron. And with his big decision coming up in July and him not committing to the Celtics now. He'll be a Laker. I think that is my hot take. He'll be a Laker. I love it. I think that he called LeBron to apologize and said, man, I didn't know what I was in for. I'm sorry for all the crap I gave you. And And ever since then, didn't they? I think they've lost what? Yeah. Whatever number. The Celtics were riding high going into this year, getting Kyrie and. You know, Marcus Smart's comments and Kyrie leaves, you know, they could be a rebuilding team just in the snap of a fingers. So that's the East. I, the Sixers should win the East. If you look at that starting lineup and they don't win the East, that's sad. Like, they went all in this year. And it's like they have good people who come off the bench. Mm-hmm. TJ McConnell is a solid backup. Um who else? Is oh, Covington gone now? Covington's gone. But they added some more. Oh, I can't think of it right yeah. now. But, you know, it's they got they got some good pieces there coming off the bench. But that starting five is ridiculous. It's the best five in the East. Like, that starting five six, should be able to give, like, the Warriors a game. But I, oh, I think man. the Sixers are somehow not going to make the finals yeah. still. But I, I'm picking them to win it. But I'm, I still think, like, they'll find a way not to. But, oh, yeah. The talent, I just can't pick against the talent. Um, okay, let's have another discussion about who's your guys' MVP right now? Paul George. I second it. Paul George. <laughs> I, I was a big Harden believer last year, and I was loving it. But this year with the travels and the push-offs, like, mm-hmm. he just takes advantage of the refs game after game, and it's like, I feel like for his greatness, it'll always have an asterisk by it because of the, that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. in what league of basketball are you allowed to take five steps before <laughs> passing the ball or putting well, up a shot? And it's the same thing. Like, I didn't back Westbrook when he won it. Like, if, and just in my opinion, if it's not translating into wins. a significant amount of yeah. wins, um, it's not like that's all, great. Like, you to are an extent, spe- to an extent to that. Yeah, um, I think. If you're just going for points, I think they're that, and that's, that yeah, doesn't translate that's to fun. wins. But like, I was big on Russell Westbrook back 
about two years ago with the Harden Westbrook argument, like who should mm-hmm. get MVP. I was a big Westbrook guy because I think without Russ, the Thunder was the Thunder were probably not a playoff team. And but even but even if if Harden, oh wow. Sorry to interrupt, but I think LSU just hit a buzzer beater. I think they're going to wave it off. I think it's offensive goaltending. It's going to be interesting. Did you see it, Clyde? No, I didn't. Okay. I was listening to you guys. I just saw everyone like, oh, got it, got it. We'll try to keep keep rolling here. Okay. I I think it's going to be offensive goaltending. So I was a big Russ guy because I believed that even without Harden, I think the Rockets were a playoff team. And I think we see it's almost a little bit opposite now because I think – Harden, he's. I think he's just trying to stat or pad his stats a little yeah. bit. But but I think Russ even now, what ten straight games of the triple double? Yeah, that is that's impressive. And obviously he does have his have a have his Batman to his Robin, Paul George now. So who's but, more valuable in their stretch right now, Paul George or Russ? I think it's Paul George because defensively, that's, Paul George is. I mean, he could be he could be the def- defensive player of the year, and he could be even. Right. He could be the MVP too. He, here's so. my thoughts on it: is like we see people being able to go out and get triple doubles, like LeBron, Luca, a little bit, and Russ. And uh, my thing is, oh, they called it good. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Wow, I just got done saying Kentucky's going to beat Tennessee <laughs> this, this weekend. Wow. Huh. Jeez, big, big Blue Nation doesn't look too happy. Nice. That well, is tough. It's interesting. At home, too? <laughs> Yikes. LSU. It's a good win for, for LSU. They, they got Number 15 in the country, right? Back to what I was saying. Okay. Paul George could win Defensive Player of the Year, and he's... How's that goaltending? <laughs> Are you serious? Is his hand... Like, offensive, right? Yeah. That should uh, be offensive goaltending. I don't think it's... It it's was not coming off, off but... It I was coming that, off, but was it off yet? Because it's if it's in the cylinder. Correct? Yeah. That's that's close if it was not. Uh, yikes! Okay. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> Paul George, Paul George could win Defensive Player of the Year, and he is basically doing what James Harden is doing offensively, and that is like everybody's front runner. And why I'm not a big believer in Russ is that like, I think he is just trying to put up numbers, and Paul George is legitimately putting the trying team on his games. back and win games, and Russ is shooting. He's shooting like, a lot. He's shooting a lot, and, like, he's shooting 20% from the three-point line. And I just don't know if you could give, say someone is the most valuable player to a team, especially for a guard, shooting, like, that low of a percentage. Like, if it was in the 30s, I would I would be like, ah, oh, he's just average at three-point shooting. That's not 100% his game, but he's not good at it anymore. And, yeah. I mean, I would be... I would go as, so far as to say is I would be appalled if Paul George keeps doing what he's doing. He doesn't get the MVP. Like, I think it's his to lose right now in my eyes because he's doing it at both ends. He's making such a difference. He's guarding the team's best player, and he's putting up 30, 40 a night. Like, yeah. I just I think it's interesting now during the offseason when he decided to stay in OKC, I was like, that's stupid. Why would you not go to LA and play with LeBron? He made his team. Yeah. Well, it was a great decision by him. And now it brings up the question, I think LeBron needs to land, uh, since they couldn't trade for Anthony Davis, 
He needs to land him because it'll be – he has one more season left on the contract, right? Yeah. Right after this year? Yeah. So he's he's got to get – somehow find a way to trade for Anthony Davis, get him yeah. in there, and then he's got to get like Kyrie to come. Because, I think Kyrie's coming. So yeah. I, he's going to get someone. The Knicks are going to get two. I think Kawhi's not coming. I can tell yeah. you that. No. Nah, yeah. Kawhi ain't leaving. I would love to see – I would love to see Kyrie and LeBron again. I really would. They work so well yeah. together. I think it's gonna be interesting when the Knicks have like the first overall pick and then or probably second. Yeah. So you think well, they'll, they'll take Zion, obviously, probably if they get one. Zion, then. RJ, or like Ja Morant. Yeah, I would like to see sign Zion in New York, um, and then they probably go get. I think they either. Uh, I think it's KD or like or Kawhi. That's one of my other things. But I think Kawhi wants to go to the Clippers for some reason. But yeah, he's he's an LA kid. Yeah. Went to as San Diego State, so mm-hmm. that would make sense. I could see them getting KD. Yeah, and I think that's why KD's being quiet. Yeah. I think that's why all these players yeah. are being quiet. People are sick of the Warriors, the Warriors. dynasty they have going. I think Clay leaves. Mm-hmm. I think. KD leaves. The only one left is probably Steph. And Draymond, Draymond. You know? You know what I was excited to see in the NBA? I was so excited. As much as I wanted Anthony Davis to go to the Lakers just to try to make things interesting, I was glad to see a trade wasn't made. It's good to see a player request a trade and, like, not have it happen. Yeah. You signed the contract. You chose to go there. And that's what, like, today – Antonio Brown requests a trade. Mm-hmm. I am so tired of players requesting trades. Like, I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember this ever being like that big of a thing. Like, nah, I remember I, like every once in a while, like when the yeah. situation was horrible. I don't. I don't think it's ever been a problem. The only thing that I could ever remember is maybe. I see. I can't even think of one. I would probably say Terrell Owens was always kind of yeah. a big problem with something. I think. I think he had a problem with. In Philly, I think maybe yeah. I can't remember though. And in like a lot of those right. situations, like those organizations wanted to get them out of the yeah. door. But like I think in Anthony Davis's case, like nothing wrong with the organization. Like he just wants to go play for a team, yeah. like a contending team. And it's like you shouldn't have signed yeah. a monster <laughs> deal with a team that you know is garbage. Exactly. So you know it's, it's like look at <sighs> Boogie. Boogie went and signed like. He wanted to. Uh, he wanted yeah. to play for a good team. Huge he took, cut. like yeah. the what, like the veterans minimum, pretty much to yeah. five play million, for him. Five yeah. million dollars for one of the best centers in the game. Like, I mean, that does. I think that does hurt his legacy. Yeah. But, I mean, you could still say you have a ring. Yeah. Which is if you want to retire, not a lot of players can say. Do it exactly. KD. I mean, for it's for his sake more yeah. than anything. Like, if he thinks it's helping his legacy, yeah, he's very wrong. But so, that's. I'm just. I was glad to see that. I. It frustrates me, like, the amount of players that are like, I demand, I want out, I want to trade, I want to trade. And just the fact that they make them happen. And when you're the organization, like, you probably want to make it happen because you don't want all that negative energy in your locker room. You don't, you'd like to get some value if you know they're going to leave. Well, in the same breath, like, the Pelicans aren't going anywhere right now. So it's like, you're just wasting Anthony Davis. Yeah, get something for him. Yeah, so. it's like rebuild. Like just blow it up. Like if you're not gonna get anywhere close, you might as well rebuild. Mm-hmm. So they were offering Alonzo, Kuzma, draft picks, yeah. some veterans to hold you over. Like <laughs> if I was New Orleans, I would. Yeah, I would they, definitely they were, would have taken. They that. are dumb for not taking that trade because you got okay. Two picks. Lonzo's not. Even if you don't like the players, Lonzo's not a bum. He's, no, he's not a bum. No, he's had a rough. 
Lonzo start to his career? Because I need mean, somewhere injury. he can blossom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kuzma is Kuzma's a stud. Um, Josh Hart, mm-hmm. I think, is a stud. And then you get what? What was it? Two first round picks or two just two picks? Uh, it might have been first round. I know I mean, at least one. You could have a starting five right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, close, pretty damn close to a starting five. Exactly. It's like I thought LA was dumb for offering that. Yeah, and you can tell they're in like we need to win now mode. Like they don't want to waste LeBron's. Yeah, the end of LeBron's career. But um, I think we got about ten minutes or so yeah. left here. So I wanted to go ahead and shout out UNO basketball. Yeah, for continuing um, to play incredibly well, second in the summit right now, and a huge game this Thursday with South Dakota State coming to. Omaha. Probably in the best position in the state yeah. to make it to the NCAA tournament right now. Compared Definitely. to the Blue Fact. Jays and Huskers. I mean, Sounds like they're opening up the upper level of Baxter that night. So it should be a big crowd. We'll be there. It'll, it'll be good it's to good see to if they can hang with the best team in the conference. Yeah. Yeah. So I think South Dakota State won by 10 in South Dakota State. Yeah, so, so I don't know. I think the Mavs get it done. I'm excited. All three of us are going. Yep. Um, we'll be there. And it's a big one. Is it is Saturday Fort Wayne too? Yeah, that's, and that's, that's their like, third in the yeah, conference. That'll so, be another big, big team. game stretch. Yeah, right? this would be two huge wins for the Mavs, and I just it's good to see that we have one team where like I'm following them till the end of the season. Like yep. absolutely, I I mean we we followed them to start the year and stuff, but like I'm paying close attention now because I think this is a yeah. team that can get they yeah, could get yeah. to the tourney. Oh, well, one big if, win. And for the people who don't know about Omaha basketball, Treshawn Thurman for Nevada, grad transfer to Nevada, is a starter on the number seven team in the nation mm-hmm. who played at UNO for three years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, UNO gets talent, and he was on that team that almost went to the tournament. Away, yeah. yeah, they were one shot going in away from going to the NCAA tournament in their first year eligible, so... Um, that's that's pretty big. It's exciting. It's exciting to have that in Omaha. Um, it makes the switch to Division One a lot sweeter, knowing that like we have a basketball team that's yeah. in contention. Um, for so, sure, for sure. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely neat. And like you said, it's good to see a couple of Nebraska kids on that roster with a chance Balling to out. go to to go to the tourney. So out, yeah, it's. Good to see. It's good for Omaha. Good for the state. Outside of that, I have I, a quick. I have a quick thing um, about the LeBron James comment that he made about. Uh, he said in quotes. Hold on, let me find it real fast. Okay, he said, "There's nothing I need to get in this league that I don't already have. Everything else for me is just like icing on the cake." Even though I love the process or everything that I go through to be able to compete every single night and put teams in position to compete for championships, but there's nothing that I'm chasing or that I feel need to end my career on. I think I've always been a LeBron fan. I hate the, I yeah. hate that I hate that comment because well, that just that hurts your legacy right there because it's saying, Okay, are you you're just coasting till you're exactly. retired? Are you, you're not you don't want to win another ring? Like If you well, feel that you way, why are you still playing? Yeah. yeah. At that point, you're just at, at this point, you're just wasting people's time with. I mean, a roster. <laughs> I mean, this may be a <laughs> yeah. this may be a little overfetched, but wasting people's time with a roster spot. If you don't want to win, I mean, obviously you're still playing at a high level, but 
why make those comments? Isn't the goal of the game to win? Yeah. And I think it's, I think it sounds worse than it's actually meant. Like, obviously, he still wants to win. That's why the Lakers are making all these moves yeah. to like appease him. But you know, it just it seems arrogant. And it does. Very. Also, like I don't know if you guys saw on his little series on ESPN Plus, he was talking and. When he said he came back from that 3-1 deficit against the Warriors, that's when he thought in his mind he was, like, the greatest of all time. And it's very arrogant, and I don't like him saying it, and I think that's what everybody doesn't like is him saying it out loud. But I I think he's he's right. He is right, but maybe I'm just selfish. I'm a selfish fan. I want to see him win more rings. Maybe that's just me, but... I mean, I think it'd be great for basketball in general if he won a couple more rings because I think I think he will. I think he'll get there a couple more times. It's just part of his leg- saga and his legacy, and I think it just rubs people the wrong way of him saying it out loud. But you know, I mean, I like the confidence. Here's what I got on that: if you feel that way, and it's going to start to reflect, you definitely should retire. Because if the Lakers miss the playoffs this year, if LeBron misses the playoffs. How's that going to look for your legacy? I don't think there's any chance that happens. Are you still the GOAT then? Are you still the GOAT if you do make the playoffs and get swept? Like, you know, if you feel that way, you should probably get out before anything hurts your legacy. If you don't think you need to do anything else to help it. So, If anything, I think if the Lakers Lakers even get close to – I think if they make it to the Western Conference Finals, I think LeBron – I think the argument for being the GOAT is is over because I think he – it's, he just single-handedly turned that team around I from think. a non-playoff team to, I mean, you got, exactly. that's a young, young team. Exactly, and I think he's already the GOAT because when you look at, it, like, everybody, when they want to say he's not the GOAT, he had, when he was a young kid, you know, 21, 22, took a team of scrubs <laughs> in Cleveland to the finals year in, or not year in and year out, but, like, a couple times when he was young. Elgowskis, Verizhao, Delonte West, Booby Gibson, Eric Snow. Yeah, like people <laughs> that are not even like I don't know, not even average NBA players, and like time and time again has just carried yeah. teams of bums to the finals. And has anybody ever led every statistical category in the NBA Finals? Rebounds, points, blocks, steals, assists, everything. That's like what I'm he did that and. I don't think anybody can anybody else can say that. And you know, Jay Wilt Chamberlain probably did it back in his day. Yeah, he was playing. Will, he was playing against UPS drivers. <laughs> or something. Will didn't Wilt average like a triple double? Like someone pointed this out to me. Uh, you know, I was someone had the who is the best NBA player of all time discussion with me. Will when you go back and look at the centers he was playing <laughs> up against, they were same size as him and. If you ever get this chance, go look up Wilt shaking Shaq's hand in the All-Star game. This dude was not messing around. Wilt, <laughs> Wilt is a freak athlete. He ran like like a 4.5 or 4.4, like 40 or something crazy like that. Like He was like a sprinter at his height. Wilt, Wilt is a freak. And there's talks of him throwing up like a 500-pound bench press yeah there's no know. way i don't oh. think that's true but like Dude. if he's getting 300 like 400 that's yeah. like holy crap yeah. but the goat discussion is a whole nother topic yeah we'll save for later oh we'll, we'll get into it one day 
that's all. I don't know. That's about all I got for today. What do you guys think? I'm itching mm-hmm. for football to be back. It's tough to do these without football. Oh, it really sure. is. You got to think that like Cowherd and all these guys, their job has to suck in, yeah. from like yeah. end it's of just, February. They're waiting to, for big moves to happen to yeah. talk about. That's, it's like you need March Madness yep. and even baseball. Like, but man, baseball doesn't, honestly, April, May, June doesn't matter. Yeah. Half the time, even July. It's but, like, July, as long as you don't July suck to start the year, like, but man, like, people, like big shows don't talk about college basketball. It seems like no. it, they talk about the NBA. Yeah, which the NBA, is which is which is ridiculous. Well, yeah. it's because a lot of these, I think, a lot of these networks have like these lucrative yeah. TV deals and all that, and like they're supposed to. To be but, honest, in overall, college sports are more interesting than professional sports mm-hmm. in my okay. eyes. Mm-hmm. I enjoy watching. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The NFL is the only one where I like the major. I mean, I guess MLB and two, but um, NFL is the only professional Mm -hmm. league that I think is even. Mm -hmm. Man, we we say that too, and we haven't had like a a football team or like really a Husker Creighton basketball team or a baseball team for that matter, like any of them make a deep run. So like if we're saying that, fans of like pretty average teams, yeah. think about, man. If, That's why it hurts to see those Alabama fans and Nick Saban yeah. begging them <laughs> to come sell out their stadium. It's like, yeah, I'd go. You, you guys are witnessing greatness. Yeah. Whether or not you're beating them by 50, uh, it really doesn't matter but exactly that's tough but well, this is a good episode i mean not a lot of stuff to talk about yeah hopefully we have a little more um we we do acknowledge um the headlines going on right now with maurice washington yeah. uh we're going to stay away from talking about that until more is known on that all the facts come out obviously not a situation to take lightly uh and, and you hope that that situation is handled the best way possible it's obviously a lot bigger than football so um we're yeah that's we wanted to at least acknowledge that because, I mean, we know that's in the headlines and stuff, but I think we're going to refrain from talking about that until um, all the details are are for sure out there. So mm-hmm. that's about all we got today. Oh, take it from us. Later. <laughs>